Hi, my name is Sydney, and I know absolutely nothing about the Minecraft YouTubers, but I am... I didn't know it was this episode. <laughs> but I hope they're having a good time over there. Oh my god, I'm Maya. I know vaguely <laughs> at all times what's going on, but never fully what... Like, I never watch the live streams. No, I have no idea what's going on over there. No, I refuse to watch the live uh, streams. There's too many of them. I don't want to do that. Do they that. all live stream at the same time? Um, yes and no. Oh, okay. So they usually end up streaming together, mm-hmm. but a lot of them do like their own individual streams okay. on okay. top of that. Okay. But the ones that pertain to lore are usually when they're all together. Sure, that makes sense. That makes sense. So yeah, I know. I are we talking about the British boys or the partial British boys? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> Is it the Dream SMP? Is that who we're talking about? Sorry, I'm okay, perfect. I just had I a mean, carbonated. It's, it's- you know what? I would love to answer that question for okay. you, but I truly right. don't know anything about them. No worries. Uh, yeah, I got. You'll it's probably cool. figure out like as yeah. I go through this yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. But no, I got. I have nothing. I got. No I, thoughts. Head I, empty. No thoughts. Head very empty about right. what's going on okay. over there. Like really, I played Minecraft for a. I still play Minecraft. Brief two-year period. No, I I've been playing <laughs> Minecraft for a solid eight <laughs> eight to nine years. I I I would say it was for a good two years that i played minecraft i watched like, sky does minecraft school. captain sparkles i um, watched uh god i watched afmau for anyone who knows what afmau yeah. who afmau is she had this series called minecraft diaries in which she you know played as herself mm-hmm. except she modded it to where she had NPCs in the game sure. and there was like a storyline oh. and everything and then eventually she hired other people to be those characters uh-huh. and they were voice actors. Oh my god. It was so extensive. I remember <laughs> me and my best friend uh, we're still very very close. Um we shared this in middle school mm-hmm. and we carried it all the way through high school. We like every week would watch <laughs> oh the Minecraft Diaries episode sure. and, like see what was going on. We had like our favorite ship or like OTP <laughs> and it never came true. We were just so upset. Oh because the character that she got with was her irl husband Uh and i was like you fucking bitch i was like how dare you like you you ruined it you deserve to be with him he was so much better (laughs) and then this guy came out of nowhere and you just chose him because he's your real life husband oh my god i would love to delve deeper into the afmo series i truly i truly for this podcast would rewatch all of those there's so many the world is your oyster here Oh yeah! Hi, uh, this is canonically incorrect. The podcast about fanfiction. We're talking about anything and everything fanfiction. Um, tonight's a night. Tonight's a night. Uh, we're talking about Minecraft YouTubers. Fuck yeah! Um, so I, I is Jay Schlatt in this video? No. Fuck. This video? Or yeah, my bad. <laughs> it's, it's a night. No, 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 no. I, I lo- think I think they're all part of the Dream SMP. Okay. Like I think they are. Um, um, you also can't trust me fully because I again I know vaguely what mm-hmm. goes on. I never know truly. You know what? What's that's fine on. because like I this is a this the piece that I'm going over today the fanfiction I'm going. You don't need to know it and like oh, it's okay. a full AU. Like okay. I didn't know any of them and it was still so good. Like cool. Yeah. Awesome. But I I played Minecraft I think for two solid solid two years, and oh. then haven't played since every like four to five months i go through my phase and just like fuck i have to i have to play minecraft Mm -hmm. every night and it's still like i just passed that phase like a week ago yeah but i'm still like weaning off so i still like during the day we'll hop on my friends that i have a server and i'll like build some stuff and then we get off off. yeah no even like watching minecraft youtubers i feel like the person that i would say i watch the most of (laughs) 
It's Tobescus. Oh my god, fuck yeah, I forgot about him. No, you're a biscuit, no, you're a biscuit. Oh yeah, 100% I know him. Uh, that, that He was like the only one I watched. And no, then I totally remember, fair. it was like years ago, where I was like, mm. <laughs> whatever happened to him? A lot of stuff happened to that, that, that guy. Yeah, but like, the, the extent I know of the Minecraft YouTubers of today are the two Anthony Padilla videos that I watched. Nice. Yeah. That didn't. That doesn't cover like the PewDiePie no, it really resurgence. Doesn't. No. Like Minecraft was getting so big, and then PewDiePie mm-hmm. did Gaming Week, and then he played Minecraft, and everyone was like, "Oh my yeah. god, you have to continue playing <laughs> Minecraft." And that was two years ago. Mm-hmm. He's still playing Minecraft, sure, which is like awesome. Yeah. I yeah. still keep up with a lot of YouTubers. Nice. Yeah, Markiplier. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I mean, hilarious, incredible. Um, but if you don't have any, like, fanfiction news or anything, I would like to jump in because it's a pretty... It's a pretty hefty one. I can see the stack of paper. I'm trying to rack my brain. Um, the Jujutsu Kaisen Volume Zero movie trailer. Okay. Teaser trailer number two just came out, um, yesterday at the day of recording. Um, very cool. Very Very excited. It's gonna be so cool. They finally announced who the voice actor for Utah is um i can't remember his name off the top of my head nor can i remember the other characters Mm -hmm. he's done but it's definitely ones that i like i know him from other things um jujutsu kaisen also at the time of release of this episode (laughs) should be back in manga which is very exciting exciting. um i really don't think there's there's anything else happy olympics happy olympics i think they'll be like a week of olympics yeah they'll be over by the time it finishes on sunday so by the time yeah, by the this time this, up, this should, comes out. It will be over. It'll be over. Um, so congrats to everybody. Get up, cocksuckers. It's Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> like, go USA. I love the United States of America, okay, but also but Japan. Japan. <laughs> Those what are the, the sexiest human beings alive. I know. Congratulations to the Philippines. Oh, I love... Yes. It was It was uh-huh. very, very sweet. I watched... Uh, what was her name? Um, she was in the skateboarding competition, and... She oh was just God. having the most fun. Yes. The skateboarding ones were so yes. much fun to watch. Oh, my God. They just looked like they were having fun the entire they time. They were. Tony Hawk was there. He took a couple. Of, he mm-hmm. wasn't participating. He wasn't no. competing. He's like he, 53. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. But he like, it still was cool. Like, I but think it was there. on his Instagram or Twitter. Mm-hmm. He was posting videos of himself on the Olympic ramps. And yeah. I was like, this Damn. dude lived to see this day. Oh, for like, sure. Like, he worked so hard I remember I saw to get an it recognized. With him, and they were like, oh, so like. How how what what do you think these people are thinking that like you know skateboarding is such an individual sport and now they're representing their country, and Tony Hawk was like you know I wouldn't know. <laughs> Go ask one of them. Go ask one of them, dude. Like, Tony Hawk. Oh my God, what a cool dude. Yeah. Oh my God, what a cool dude. Mm-hmm. He's just living his life. Yeah. Also, keep writing Olympic AU fix. I am living for them currently. Yeah. They are incredible. The Haikyuu head cannons are really <sighs> Yeah. Really doing it for yep. me right now. Even after the Olympics. Just keep riding them. I have the blast. Yeah. They're so I good. I mean, we have one more year until the Winter Olympics. Yeah. So might as well. Might as well. You know. Also, um, this is just kind of a general thing, especially for those living in the USA. Mm-hmm. Um, C D C guidelines have updated. Yeah. Per for for the most part, it's not mandatory mm-hmm. at least for like the general public right now but with covid variants and everything sure just a reminder to stay safe when you possibly mm-hmm. can even if you are fully vaccinated you can still contract it and spread it to people mm-hmm. who ha- maybe can't get the vaccine or immuno you know compromised mm-hmm. so wash your fucking wash your stinky nasty hands sure. put on some hand sanitizer wear your mask yeah just be considerate 
is all I'm trying to say. Sure. I'm sure. Be mindful. Sure. Keep up with your city and state guidelines. Yeah. Kind of see what's going on, especially with school coming back. Mm-hmm. <sighs> These kids are so nasty. And that goes for college kids, too. Like, gross. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, the episode. All right. <laughs> and listen to us talk about Minecraft YouTubers. Minecraft. Okay. So I'm going to start with this little thing before I fully tell you. He must have had a life before this. A mother. A father. A home. But it had been so long. Too long. And now all he knew was this bloody game. His hands knew no other shape than fists curled tightly around a sword, finding its mark through skin and bone. This is a man who kills. For fun, profit, or sport, we do not yet know. But what we do know is the telltale whispers that always happen when the sun sets and suffocates us all. Technoblade never dies. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) There are voices in his head. Ones that send him place to place and kill person after person. And it does not matter who, as long as they get the blood they need. He's fought for bold men and stupid men, greedy kings and starry-eyed rebels, He's fought for armies doomed to fail and dragged them into the light of glory. And then, there's the Angel of Death. His reputation is one to match Technoblades. Whispered rumors and stories fly about. I heard he has obsidian wings, one says. I heard he massacred an entire army all by himself. He even makes the green god afraid. They met by coincidence, and they remained allies, fighting and surviving together, until one night, Filza disappeared without telling Technoblade. So he left. Yeah? Beautifully written. Thank you. (laughs) So today, Maya, I'm going to be talking about the fifth most kudos fic, the fifth most bookmarked fic, the eighth most clicked on fic, and the entire archive of our own site. Today, I am talking about Passerine by Blue Jamas. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. No wonder there's a giant fucking stack of paper Uh on my bed right now. Oh my god. So I'm talking about Passerine. Have you heard anything about Passerine? No, I've heard good things. Yes. But that's that's it. That's I don't it? know anything about the story. I don't know like who's all involved. Okay. Sure. I, I, I know next to nothing, okay. basically. Okay, so this has been written by Blue Jamas, and that's B-L-U-J-A-M-A-S. Um, it was started July of January of this year. So July mm-hmm. f- I keep saying July. January 14th, 2001, and it finished april 9th of 2001 so they wrote this in the course of three months 2021 of 2021 did i say 2020 you said 2001 oh okay good (laughs) that's exactly yeah yeah okay they have seven chapters 76,374 words um it is rated teen and up relationships there's none so it's a gen fic no relationships um i'm gonna that's so impressive Right. For being so high up mm-hmm. on the entirety of Archive of Our Own and mm-hmm. just being a gen fic. Yep, just a gen fic. Imagine the hold that these British boys oh. have over. <clears throat> the fact that the British have a chokehold over the USA and anything. I mean, listen, I'm sorry, One Direction, The Beatles. I know, it's <laughs> stupid. It's like, Harry you know, Potter. We really left, but we keep going we back. We keep going back. Um, it, as of today, I looked at it this morning, okay. as of today of the recording, um, it had... 1.6 million hits it has 57,819 kudos 4,635 comments and 12,108 bookmarks oh my goodness <laughs> i can't fucking imagine mm-hmm. i 
hope for the sanity of this person that they did not have any social media sure connected sure i couldn't find any okay yeah because i was like i can't imagine the kind of things people would send them but i in the court so i read this over the course of a week i just read it chapter by chapter each day it jumped from the 14th most clicked on to the eighth in one week oh my god Mm. so um, some of the tags are au royalty found family but make it angst um no beta we die like Eimenberg. does that mean anything to you mm-hmm. okay yeah. <laughs> i'm glad that means something to someone um i i want to preface this really quick yeah i i have watched dream smp lore videos sure that's why i vaguely know what's going okay. on at any moment the last time i watched one was mm-hmm. like three or four months ago cool. okay so <laughs> hopefully this doesn't go over anything recent i don't think it i don't will. think well it finished in april so okay so we yeah, like yeah, i yeah. should at least sort of know what's going if if they call back to any mm-hmm. of that i also don't remember a lot of the names of the different factions or like okay. that kind of stuff but this I, only has I do know one events. two three four six characters in it okay so it's not like a buttload, you know? It's not just like... I mean, is... even in the server, there's not a buttload. Sure. It's just like, they constantly change who's on whose side mm-hmm. and yada, yada, yada. So, it's just a lot. Sure. It, it truly is just okay. a lot. Um, so, some of the collections that it's in, it's in a lot of different collections. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I picked out some of the funniest titles. Okay. I like to be sad, mm-hmm. sobbing and flailing on the floor. <laughs> that shit herded it on God. Herded it. <laughs> Late night, bittersweet reads... All my current 10 out of 10s from the Minecraft YouTube fandom, DSMP, Anxi, <laughs> Woot, we popping off, and Fix I Cried too. There are two archive warnings, graphic depictions of violence, and major character death. Oh my god. Okay. After so, the emotional listen, roller coaster of last listen, week, listen, this is where we're going. This is where we're going. Okay. Um, there this are, is way out of your own realm. This it, is these are people you do not know for a game you do not really care about. But it's number five. I it's <sighs> that's what got me. I, I can't imagine. Um, so there are trigger warnings for this. Okay. Um, panic attacks, manipulation, mm. depictions, and aftermath of violence, mm. assault, death, and grief. So if any of those um, triggers you in any sort of way, yeah. Um, yeah, feel free to skip out. Yeah, feel free to skip out. Also, um, I will be spoiling Passerine. <laughs> so if you haven't read P- Passerine... Yeah, and you're looking forward to it, just... Come just, back. You can come back. You can come back you can later. Come back. Okay, now to get into it. Okay. Technoblade doesn't remember what brought him to this kingdom. So he shows up at a kingdom and he doesn't... Fi- he doesn't even remember why he's there. Like, okay. he's just like, I kind of just showed up at this place. And he goes inside of the castle. Mm-hmm. And the castle just kind of lets people in. Mm-hmm. Um, people like him who, you know, he's carrying a sword, he's carrying a shield, blood red cape. He's got, like, like blood red eyes that glow and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, yeah, go on in. <laughs> go on yeah, in. Hey, hey, hey man. Time, man. And castle inside, God, gorgeous, you know, lush carpets, paintings of all kind, um, flowers, tap, you know, it's a fucking castle, you know, it's a kingdom. And, um, in the center of it all is this painting of the royal family. It's the king, the queen, and two princes, Hmm. two young boys. And as Technoblade is kind of studying the family, um, there is a child's voice that rings through the hallways and he turns and he sees the very same boy in the painting, Hmm. the prince. Um, he's tall He's still really young, no older than 14, and he's staring at Technoblade. Um, the second prince is not too far behind, and he catches up with his brother. 
The second prince is much younger, six years old, and his name is Tommy. Okay. <laughs> you have to stop laughing. I think it's funny. <laughs> Why do you think it's so funny? I don't know. I think it's funny that they made Tommy a fucking six-year-old. <laughs> I think it works great, but like, isn't he like six, sixteen, seventeen? I think he. I think he's eighteen. He's eighteen now. I don't know. I know he's between the ages of like sixteen and nineteen. Okay. Because there's a famous clip of him uh-huh. where he's like playing Minecraft <laughs> in one of his live streams, and then he reads a comment. and He's like, he realizes he has classwork. Yes, yes, he has like, homework. I have a paper for for college. For college, <laughs> yeah. I have a paper. I gotta go. And then he just ends. And he the just stream. ends the stream. And it's like one of my favorite clips yes, of anyone yes. ever because it's like I understand why these boys are so relatable. Yes. I 100% get it. They're so funny. <laughs> okay. So, the older prince, or Wilbur, mm, okay. asks whose Technoblade is and why he's in their castle. Mm. Um, and he just simply responds that he's a visitor. He's not there to see the king or anything like that. Yeah. You know, and even Tommy's just like, you can't, you can't see our dad. Like, he told us he'd play with us today. Like, you can't see him. He's like, I'm not here to see your dad. Like, I'm mm-hmm. here just visiting basically um and as he says this the king comes around the corner and he's confused as to why he sees his old friend in the castle talking to his sons uh technoblade's voices deem him a traitor over and over and over again filza tells his sons to go to the garden Mm. and they'll tell him he'll meet him there after he's done talking to techno so they're quiet as they walk um years have passed between them but the memories of like their past lives like haven't like okay. they're sizing each other up mm-hmm. and they're you know taking tally of weapons and they're like looking for escape routes um so like they might be like different people but like the memories of like who they used to be are like still there yeah. um and then they make it to the balcony and they overlook this beautiful lush garden um willow trees rose bushes like the kind of all nines of the fucking castle you know what i yeah. mean and for a moment they're just two men Phil tells Techno of the kingdom that he built up um, out of a small town into a kingdom. Uh, he stayed there for a decade before anyone could realize that he was immortal, but the, pa- but the place was massacred when he left. Everyone died, everything burned to the ground, and Philza came back, stayed to build it back up. Hmm. He stayed as the king. He, like, pretended to, like, pass down the line when it was just, like, him over and over and over again. Just no one ever said anything about, like, why the king the king's skull kind of looked the same like yeah. no one actually said anything and this is why phil's a left techno mm. before um so he's pissed he asks phil's a, like do his sons know who he is like what he is and you know he's the man who who tore men apart with his bare hands he's now like preaching leadership and kindness he's you know they're arguing they you know he's just like well you don't know anything like i'm sorry i had to leave you but like i had to like i felt i had a a responsibility to to this place Mm -hmm. um and like they're like nose to nose like you know techno is like fuck i've i don't think i've ever seen him this mad before yeah and he like he thinks he's just like well i'm about to see him real mad until tommy shouts up dad are you almost finished and he's immediately calmer looking Mm -hmm. at his sons and Philza says, I wasn't trying to settle down. I was content for a while to watch the kingdom grow. But these mortals and their short, fitful lives, they draw you in, Technoblade. Over the years, I've also learned of things they do for each other. Their lives will always be one year, one week, one day short. But it doesn't seem to matter th- to them much. They live anyways. They love anyways. Forgive an old god for wanting a piece of that for himself. Mm-hmm. 
and Techno realizes that he's exhausted. And maybe Filza was exhausted of that life, too. Always fighting, never steady, never stable. Mm-hmm. And Techno asks Phil about his boys. Are they like you, he says. I would not wish my fate on my worst enemy, least of all my own children. They take after their mother, mortal. Everything is good except his oldest son, Wilbur. He has voices. Techno is fearful for the boy because of his voices and their Mm. need for blood. As Techno searches for Wilbur, his voices sing, not alone, not alone, not alone. And Techno is sick with fear. He is only a child. He's then determined not to care. Why does it matter? Uh, You know, he doesn't know this kid. Like, I just met him. Like, I shouldn't care. I don't care. Mm -hmm. And then Filza, like, like, before he leaves, like, Filza grabs him, like, Mm -hmm. by by the arm, basically. And he's just like, please, like, you, I think you were meant to be here. Like, you know, if you didn't show up today, like, I, I would have come looking to find you because, like, I need you. Like, I cannot do this alone. Like, Mm -hmm. please help me save him, like, to spare the short life that, like, he has, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Technoblade is like I don't fucking owe you shit like you know you I don't own I don't owe him anything like you just left whatever and he's like I, I know Techno he's I got better things to do with my time you know after all you did I shouldn't be listening to you right now like I should just leave and then Filza kneels Filza the once emperor presently king angel of death kneels before Technoblade and begs for him to stay the voices in Techno's head are quiet For the first time, they're quiet. And in that silence, Techno says, all right, you and me, one more time. Mm -hmm. So Techno is finally introduced to the boys. And he says, Wilbur, that they're training at dawn. He's like, you're up at dawn. (laughs) And we're going to start to train you. And Wilbur's just like dreading the fact that he has to get up. Like, Well, yeah, he's a 14-year-old. He's a (laughs) 14-year-old. And dawn is uh, early. Early. Um, but like Tommy wants nothing more than to get up early and train with the blade as he calls him (laughs) and um, Filza says that if he can wake up Tommy can watch them you know so Tommy he runs to bed immediately he's like fuck yeah I'm getting up in the morning I'm gonna watch hell yeah yeah. my brother's doing it I'm doing it thank you so much and Wilbur is like by the time he like gets back to their room like his door's already shut so they mm. they call him a sleeping quarters and i picture that it's like a dorm where it's like the one space and then there's a room on this side and there's a room on that side and so he goes to his room and then like outside his window he sees technoblade leaving mm. like he sees them walk out the gates like leave the castle but he's there in the morning ready for him to train except mm-hmm. for that's not the weirdest part the weirdest part is that wilbur doesn't remember going to bed or waking up or walking down to meet techno mm-hmm. he's just there yeah he doesn't mention it and they begin their first lesson techno's fucking fast and he's strong and he's a f- immortal god fighting yeah, a 14 year old boy who has never had to fight a day in his life until now mm-hmm. um so he has tech uh, wilbur down fucking on his back in less than a minute and wilbur's shocked and he's like well i would have been able to fight you if you had given me warning <laughs> and techno's like mm. oh is that is that how a fight works um and then he knocks Wilbur down again so it just goes on like this where he he'll kind of fix his stance fix what he does but then you know knock him down because he's just like (laughs) he's like I can take a little boy or whatever but the thing is is that Techno is a man who's seen hell and war and he wants to make sure this boy is prepared to fight in a war 
you know, if his dad's not around, if, if it's just him mm-hmm. against a whole fucking army. His dad wants to believe that Wilbur would never need to fight. As he says, it's like, a king doesn't need to fight, that's what he has an army for. But Techno knows that's not always a certainty. So when Wilbur gets back in the morning for breakfast, Tommy says that his brother looks like absolute shit. (laughs) He's like, yeah, you look like trash. And like he does. He's got bruises and cuts and aches and pains just everywhere. Like he got, he spent all morning getting the shit beat out of him, basically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, Tommy's initial upset that he slept in is erased when Techno shows up at dinner and they just get to like talk because he like, fucking adores Technoblade. He's like, he's a six-year-old boy, you know? Yeah. And this carries on for a couple months. Wilbur will meet Techno at dawn and they'll train and uh, they'll, like, and they'll train until Wilbur just can't physically stand anymore. Like, he's like, uncle, uncle, please, like, I cannot do this anymore. And at one point, Wilbur even gets, like, close to disarming Techno. So he's, like, making some progress. Eventually, Tommy does start to follow his brother and uh, to his training to watch him. He doesn't do much. He just kind of sits on the grass and he's shouting like unhelpful advice and he's laughing at when his brother gets knocked on his ass, basically. Um, but Tommy just really fucking wants to strain and like get strong. But all like he'll ask Techno over and over and over again. And Techno will only say that your brother is doing this so that you don't have to, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they all start to just like hang out together basically so like techno will still leave at at night sometimes but like Mm -hmm. more often than not he's there like they have dinner together they have breakfast together sometimes their father will join them um but their mother on the other hand never comes she's always in her room she like wakes up really late um and when tommy and wilbur go to visit her she's always kind of too tired to speak so she's really sick Mm -hmm. um the queen is so three months into their training, Techno starts um, training Wilbur on long-range weapons, and the sessions have to stop when an, a rogue arrow almost takes out Tommy's eye. <laughs> and tech, oh. Wilbur's like begging. It's like that sibling thing. He's like, "Don't tell mom and dad. Like, don't please, tell mom. Please. please, I'll do anything. Like, please, don't just tell. Hit, just hit me back. Just hit me back. <laughs> yes, that's We're exactly. even. We're even. We're even. Please, please, don't tell mom and dad. <laughs> and uh, it's like a very cute scene that like. Um, Tommy, like, doesn't start crying. And even Techno's like, I will literally do anything for this kid to stop crying. And Wilbur's like, oh, my God, don't say that. Like, he has, he's an older sibling, as you know. He's like, don't say you'll do anything. Mm -hmm. Because then Tommy's like, anything? Immediately starts wiping his tears. No, do you mean it? Do you mean it? No, that's literally what he does. And he, he, uh, he wants to braid Technoblade's hair. So Technoblade has this really long pink hair. And, um... Tommy just wants to braid it. So he braids, he techno braid lets him braid his hair and he adorns them with little flowers and he finishes it with a single yellow rose because yellow roses indicate friendship. Hmm. Um, so after this, after this session, um, they're met by the king and the queen is Wilbur's absolutely shocked because this is the first time he's seen his mother outside of her bedroom in like a year. Yeah. Um, and Tommy runs to his mother, he like launches himself in, into his arms and his mom like picks him up and stuff like that. And Wilbur is just shocked. Like mm-hmm. he just stands there and he like, he does his best to memorize this scene. You know, his brothers laugh, his mom smile, even like Technoblade is way calmer and like easygoing. Um, and it's a good thing that he does this because it's their last good day. So in the middle of the night, there's a knock at Wilbur's door. Um, it's Technoblade. Mm-hmm. 
and all he says is three words it's your mother so tommy's already there he's curled into a ball at the foot of the bed the bed where his mother is sleeping no she's not sleeping she ain't moving and the king is nowhere to be found (laughs) so technoblade grabs for tommy because he's just sobbing and he's you know a kid he's Mm -hmm. like sobbing and he's you know techno like picks him up until tommy's like clawing at him like grabbing at him yeah and then he hands wilbur something it's a letter and it says techno tell the boys i'm sorry and tell wilbur he will be a better king than i ever was the queen is dead the king is gone leaving his two sons to a man he abandoned decades ago so it's it's just them all right so at this point the voices in wilbur's head are just brutal this is inevitable they say it was meant to be so techno still he's holding tommy like a crying child he gets in front of wilbur he's got like an iron grip on his wrist and he just tells wilbur you know you have to do this you have to do that and wilbur's just like why should i listen to you like whatever and techno's like i have voices too like i you can trust me like i have them too Mm -hmm. so techno tells him to breathe and wilbur does and the void the voices uh, (laughs) and the voices fade farther away and wilbur remembers where he's heard the name technoblade before he told me a story once when i was young the first time the voices ever talked to me he told me a story about an immortal god who was doomed to hear voices in his head forever a blood god technoblade you're a god technoblade is an immortal god and wilbur is king and Tommy, Tommy's just an annoying kid. Great. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's great. So Tommy looks up to his older brother. He thinks that Wilbur is an equal to his father. He's brave. He's everything that he's not. And uh-huh. he's just a kid. Yeah. So he stands proudly as Wilbur is crowned king on the eve of his 16th birthday. Oh, my God. He cheers the loudest as Wilbur kneels and receives his father's, his crown. Two years later, right before he turns 10 years old, Tommy asks Technoblade one more time, will you train me? And Technoblade agrees. So time just skips. Like, it just runs away from everyone. They grow up together, he and Wilbur, you know, as boys do when they hit puberty, they go taller and broader and they get smarter and stronger, fucking whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, Wilbur's duties, they, like, as king, they make it so that they don't spend a ton of time together. But, like, Wilbur is more or less fine with that because he's got Technoblade. And they'll train and they'll talk and they'll they'll do all this stuff together. But the days that he's alone are the worst. So Tommy is technically not supposed to go into, like, the king's chambers or whatever, but, like, it doesn't stop him from, like, blowing off the guards and going in anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so the room is really sparsely decorated, um, except for his mother's landscape paintings. So this room used to have paintings of the old kings. So just reiterations of his father. Yeah. And Wilbur ripped them down almost immediately Mm. um, and just put up all of his mother's paintings instead. Um, He's got some bookshelves, a desk, and there's a king. So Wilbur Bailey looks up as he, as Tommy walks in, asks, you know, what he's doing, tells him he's been in there all day, and he even gives him, like, two apples because he's missed food all day. He hasn't eaten all day. Yeah. Um, And um, he's irritated at his brother, but he does eventually give in and eat. And there's this really cute scene that, like, he's got, like, a 
mug of like cold tea on his desk and tommy drinks them and he's just like oh god this is absolutely fucking disgusting like who made this and he's like oh technoblade make it made it and he was like oh well i guess it's not that bad <laughs> all right simp <laughs> well it's because he worships him oh, yeah techno could have left he should have left after those long nights of Tommy waking up crying, Wilbur's dark moods, days where the both of them felt so afraid that unraveling each other felt like the only way to fix it, of their frustration and their anger with no other way without screaming. But Techno stayed. He stayed to watch Wilbur be crowned, stayed to be his most trusted advisor, stayed to keep him together when everyone else expected the boy king to fall apart under the pressure. He stayed and marked Tommy's height on one of the statues in the training pavilion, despite his insistence that Tommy had not grown an inch. He stayed even after Wilbur forced him to attend balls and galas and endured each one of Tommy's jibes about the pompous suits he was made to wear. Mm -hmm. So how is he not supposed to worship this guy? Yeah. He was already a kid, and he already was just like, damn, that guy's strong, and he's fast, and whatever, and he's just like, oh, man, my parents are gone, but this guy's still here. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. Like, how, you know? So, um, on Wilbur's desk, Tommy spots this paper that he was working on all day, um, and his eyes catch the word conscription. And Wilbur seemingly refuses to explain, like, what any of this is. But, like, Tommy wants to know. He's a prince of this kingdom. Like, he he thinks he has a right to know what's going on, and his, he might not be king, but, like, he's like, hey, this is still my kingdom. And Wilbur calls his brother a child. Hmm. Tommy says he's not a kid anymore and Wilbur says you you are look at yourself you're supposed to be a prince and yet you spend your days play fighting or annoying the guards or annoying me what part of that isn't childish so Tommy storms out and Wilbur Wilbur like immediately is like fuck oh god I'm so sorry like please don't leave yeah Uh, but Tommy tells him to, to screw himself he's just like fuck yourself Wilbur that's fair yep Tommy so t- Tommy leaves and he prays that his brother will come for him and Wilbur doesn't. So Tommy finds Technoblade to train. Um, I say train, but it's more accurately to beat the shit out of him mm-hmm. and to like burn his anger off. And like Techno does. He like just lets him burn off all his anger out on him. Um, and the thing is, is that Tommy's not mad about the comment per se he thinks that Wilbur has chosen to be king over being his brother. Mm. Which, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Techno tries to tell Tommy that, like, this isn't a choice. Like, it wasn't his choice to be crowned at such a young age. Like, it wasn't his choice for his tad to leave. Like, it just... Yeah. Things happened. It happened. It happened. You know, doesn't everyone's father run away to leave him a king to their entire country? No. <laughs> no. No. Um, so he asked Tommy to trust them and that they were doing their best. Mm-hmm. So Tommy does, he, he trusts him. Let's, this is a man who has stayed at their worst. He studied statemanship and politics and etiquette as if his life depended on it. You know, he sometimes disappears for days on end. So he still leaves every now and then, but he always comes back and no questions asked. They always just, Hey, what's up, dude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they basically like stay out there and sparring. It's no longer Tommy just trying to beat the shit out of Techno. It's just more they're sparring until the sun goes down and until Technoblade gets called to Wilbur's office, basically. And um, um, so Tommy has uh, he works with the training dummy a little bit. He eats 
dinner alone until he finally like swallows his pride and he's like ah i'm i'll go talk to my brother i guess Mm -hmm. like (laughs) i guess um but when he gets to the office he hears something he absolutely shouldn't so there is an army gathering on the northern border and wilbur has set out conscriptions when tommy looked him in the eye and he realized how much there is to lose so tommy runs to his room and this time wilbur follows him um he shows up at tommy's room to apologize um and to like say his part tommy is a child he's 15 years old Mm. and wilbur wants to protect his brother he he wants to keep all the bad things away from him to say like he's a like yeah he's a kid like he's 15 and like yeah that's a, like a, a kid like you like imagine if your sibling 15 years old and you're just like no no no, that's okay especially since he was six and he was 14 so he's 23 yeah so he's just like eh, no go like be a kid basically like yeah. keep being a kid um so but like in the process of that he ended up driving him away like it wasn't purposefully but it you know it's happens because feelings and stuff like that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so they kind of say like there's like can't be any more secrets between us like if you have something let's talk about it so wilbur tells tommy like about his voices and that they're telling his voices are telling him to kill his brother um okay listen (laughs) technos did want blood so no, I get that, but holy fucking shit. So they say it's Tommy's fate to die at the hand of his brother. And Tommy doesn't want to believe it, but Wilbur has no choice to because two months ago the voices told him about the army in the north and that war is coming. Mm. <laughs> and then Tommy tells Wilbur his secret. That he saw their father on the night he disappeared. Oh. So. <laughs> okay. So Tommy woke up when Phil Philza came into the room and he kissed he kissed him on the forehead. So he woke up then, and he watched him open the window and disappear. And he just laid there the entire time. Um, he laid there for a bit and then finally walked to his parents' room, just kind of hoping it was a bad dream mm-hmm. and that's when he found his mother so he thinks about this all the time he thinks about how he could have stopped his dad from leaving how he could have stopped his brother from becoming king so young and like above all he's afraid that his brother would be angry at him because of all that yeah but wilbur just hugs him tommy he says you were six and tommy cries yeah <laughs> I think I would too. Like a burden. Yeah. <laughs> like you've been holding on to that for so long. Yeah. That you almost ten years like you've been holding on to that. Like boy oh boy. Boy oh boy. So but he cries for the relief that he feels and for the gent- gentleness that his brother is giving him. For the six year old and the fifteen year old who just were dealt a really bad hand by their dad. There's no voices, there's no ghosts, there's no secrets, it's just Tommy and Wilbur, but they only get that peace for so long before Techno bursts through the door in an absolute panic. Tommy wanted to know about the conscriptions, and he was going to find out. All able-bodied citizens of the kingdom are called to the king's castle. War is coming, and it is time to defend your motherland. Uh, listen, so it's kind I, of a draft. No, it is definitely a draft. <laughs> So this men, is Mulan. <laughs> this is Mulan. 
Um, but like without the loud story. <laughs> um, so men and women of all okay, prediction. Yes, go off. Give me a prediction. Ooh, no, no, I don't no. Know. Give me a prediction. Give I me know. a prediction. Well, like I... Tommy's gonna die. Okay. I I I want to say like I'm ninety eight percent sure okay. on that. Sure. I'm ninety eight percent sure okay. on that. I don't I don't want him to. Sure. This is not like <laughs> me wanting to say this. Yeah. But like the voices in your head. Yeah. yeah. It might not be by mm-hmm. Wilbur. Sure. But I do think Tommy's gonna bite the bullet. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's either that or Technoblade. But he's immortal, so I don't know how that would work. Sure. It's magic of some sort. <laughs> yeah yeah like i i don't know but mm-hmm. i'm sure it's possible okay like sure all right I yeah i don't know all right that's okay. what i that's kind of what's Go off. brewing in yeah. the back of my head it now i'm thinking like what if wilbur dies <laughs> <laughs> and then tommy becomes well, king well yeah because he he like he has the voices but he's not immortal so it's like no mm, no not immortal knows? i don't know i want to say first and foremost i think the list for me is gonna be you mean for death? Yeah. The death list? Death list is going to be Tommy, Technoblade, Wilbur. Okay. And that's what I'm sticking with okay. right now. Because they're like the three most important. <laughs> they are. They so are. I'm 99% sure it's one of those okay, three. Okay. 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 I do not know. All right. So um, st- Wilbur sends out these draft notifications, basically. And men and women of all walks of life, age, and parts of the kingdom have made it to the castle. Mm. So it does have some stipulations. No one under the age of 18. Yeah. No one over the age of... 65 or fucking whatever and mm-hmm. if you're really ill pregnant whatever like no uh-uh you can't we don't want you we don't want you so but one of them is a boy just un- a year shy under that stipulated age limit and in that same crowd is a girl with pink hair who has just abandoned her flower shop to come to the castle mm. um they pass under the gates and into the castle and they meet their king and like don't get me wrong it's a very large crowd but like they need way more people um Technoblade is seeing over all the training. Different page. <laughs> so Technoblade has to oversee all the training. Like he, he might have trained Wilbur and Tommy, but they're not teachers. So he mostly has to do all this training. Yeah. Um. But like he's looking out over to this crowd, and he's just like, "No, this is a good. Like, do you see those men with the bows? They're hunters. Like they already have the skill of yeah. of bow and arrow. And those guys, they're they're woodsmiths. So like you just you know." take like the the axe out or whatever and you put a sword it's the same thing like they can do the motions so like he's really optimistic he's seen way worse odds before and he needs this optimism because the night before when he came crashing into tommy's room it wasn't for good news it Mm. was to tell the king that the army to the north massacred an entire town slaughtered their people and wiping them out like ants damn they get a week before they set out thankfully if not all of the people most if not all the people have shown up already ready to fight to get the justice for the lives lost Mm. you know the king gives a great hurrah speech and they're like fuck yeah i'm ready to kill some bitches um so they trust their king and they trust their prince and their general and they just they just want to do what's right Mm -hmm. and one of those people is the 17 year old boy um the cheers of the crowd just are just doing it for him like this is the chance he's gonna get Mm -hmm. to be a part of something to fight for his land to to be a hero at 17 years old tubbo knows he's gonna be a hero (laughs) 
Okay. Do you know these people? Yes. Okay, you do? Good, yeah. good, good. <laughs> I, they were mentioned for a reason. I was, I'm just waiting for the name. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everything is looking great. They got techno and enthusiastic army. And Tommy thinks he's like, fuck yeah. Like, we're going we're gonna to win this shit, man. Like, we're just going to go back to trade routes and that boring shit in less than a month. You know what I mean? Kid doesn't know uh-huh. what war is like. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not their sheltered life. Mm. So, you know, there's still an army on the horizon and a war to be stopped. But on that balcony, there's sunlight shining down on a king, a prince, and a general. It's you and me, says Technoblade, putting one hand on top of Tommy's head and the other on Wilmer- Wilbur's shoulder. One more time. Cool. So on their journey north, Tommy spends the mornings exploring the areas around the camp that they've set up. And on this morning, he finds a field of morning glories and he picks a handful of flowers and he braids them into Technoblade's hair. Um, when Tommy finishes with Techno's hair, he uh, Technoblade like takes a flower out and he puts it behind um tommy's ear Mm. um just as like a sign of gratitude um and you know they're talking about war plans and stuff like that when their conversation gets cut short by a thud 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 um the steps of a thousand feet marching closer and closer the enemy has arrived at their Mm. camp so immediately their army gets in place they're as ready as they ever be and the only ones who are left at the campsite so on like top of this hill are wilbur tommy and techno and all the archers basically Mm -hmm. so wilbur like takes out his own arrow from the quiver and he gets into position and the other arch the other archers like mimic his stance and like what he's gonna do and he waits and he waits and he waits technoblade squeezes tommy's hand and wilbur calls to fire so a dozen arrows uh, burning arrows so they're on fire mm-hmm. arch out over the valley and they're not they don't go far enough to uh, hit anybody but that's not what wilbur wants the arrows land amongst the weeds lighting everything on fire it's just enough to give the royal army time to strike to catch them by surprise but it's not long enough until bodies on both sides start dropping mm-hmm. so it's obvious that these people need help they need wilbur and tommy and techno's help basically yeah um, but Wilbur's hesitant. He doesn't want to send his brother out to war. And on top of that, he doesn't want Techno to, like, go blood god on anybody. Like, he, yeah. he's just like, yeah, you could do your thing, but, like, don't go full blood god, yeah. basically. No beast mode today. <laughs> no beast you. mode today. He's like, hey, you can kill, but, like, don't go a sicko mode. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no Travis Scott here. No, absolutely <laughs> not. So um, Technoblade joins the field, and they, like, like the people barely recognize him this is the same man who carried the small princes on his shoulder throughout the castle and has been you know in too tight suit like they've never seen technoblade as the man the former king met yeah um and in a war wilbur's voices laugh at him um even as he like deals with his own shit he keeps an eye on his brother and it's like not hard to spot when he's got you know his golden hair or whatever yeah. he's just swing swing oh you got it like <laughs> he can yeah. still see you yeah, yeah, yeah. and tommy is just a force to be reckoned with like i didn't say it before but like when he fought when he was training with in techno it says that like he is he can take down soldiers like twice his size like he is he, he's even taken down his brother before. Like, he's never taken Techno down, but, like, he, he can hold his own. Mm-hmm. But, like, that still doesn't stop his brother from worrying about him because it's his brother at the end of the day. Like, I will worry about my sister until the day one of us dies. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I don't care how old she gets. Listen, I got three younger siblings. Yeah, I'm okay. I got a lot of people I got to take care of. I am exhausted and by my one. my parents on top of that. I know 
my parents joke. They're like, haha, which house are we, like, which kid are we going to live with when we're older? That's a serious problem that's going to pop up in my future. I fucking know sure, it. yeah. I do not want to put them in a home yeah. unless they have, like, serious issues. Uh-huh. No, I don't, yeah, I got one to worry about. She's exhausting, so, like. I've got five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, but, um. It's a good thing that he keeps his eye on Tommy because he watches him tumble to the dirt, enemy soldier, like, on top of him. Mm -hmm. So, uh, he's got Tommy pinned and Wilbur, like, stops the fight fucking from wherever he was and he goes immediately to there and he kicks Wilbur, or he kicks the guy off of him and he points his twin swords at him and as they fight, Wilbur learns why he's there and they're there for techno. Um, so Techno's fighting his own voices and they want blood. Like, they're just like, let's go sicko mode. Let's go a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, like, yeah. you're full going throttle. full throttle. You're going ten, buddy. Let's go a hundred. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, what are we here for? Come on, old man. Yeah. But, like, Techno, like, himself, like, his, his brain, not his voices, he just wants justice. Like, this is a kingdom that he's put a decade of his life into like before he was just a man moving from place to place to place like never really settling down so he's just like man i just what the fuck dude like i just wanted to be you know safe for a a breath but you bitches had to come back yeah but um somehow through the fire and the screaming and the swords he hears a scream tommy's hurt the enemy sword has cut through skin breaks through his collarbone I'm gonna pass out, he thought. I'm gonna die. Little hero, you're only delaying the inevitable. Now sit as I put you down, the enemy says. Tommy, Wilbur's hands are on him, pressing against his wound. Tommy, Tommy, come here. I'll fix you. I'll fix you. And the moment the enemy's sword is supposed to come down on him, it doesn't. Because Techno stands over them, blocking the blade with his... Sorry, also Technoblade has a trident. Not a sword, a trident. (laughs) It's just really cool. (laughs) Yeah, 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 no, no, it's badass. It's really badass. And the man is giddy. He, like, tells Technoblade that he's been waiting for him. But, like, Techno has no fucking idea who this guy is. Mm -hmm. Which infuriates the man. Because this is not a man. This is the god of war. What the fuck? (laughs) Okay. Also, I didn't figure this out till later. But I think the god of war is supposed to be Sapnap. That would make sense. Okay. Because they have Sapnap's name on there, but I was like, where the fuck is Sapnap? Prob- then probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think this is the God of War yeah, supposed to be Sapnap. I, w- I would agree with you on okay. that. Okay. So, um, he, okay, so this guy, he's pissed because Techno in the past however fucking many eons ago killed someone close to him and now he's like you don't even remember me you don't remember the people i like he's like no i've killed so many people like yeah. i'm sorry that i sorry you don't keep a ledger like, <laughs> sorry i don't keep like a tally <laughs> like the people who I don't do write you, down everyone's name do i look like a bullet journal kind of yeah. guy like no Every day after I kill everyone that I know, I'm going to go home and put Just little write, stickers in my notebook yep. and, like, write on them. I write them about, like, And te- I practice my curses. <laughs> and it's cute. Um, so, Techno tells Wilbur to run with his brother. And they don't... They, he's... Tommy's still hurt, so they don't get really far. They just mm. kind of end up ducking under um, a rock, basically. And he can, like... They can still see Techno while he's fighting. Yeah. And techno ends up looking back at him and he he sees a 
a look of terror on Tommy's face that like he will never forget. Um, but it's like not because of him. Um, when Techno follows his line of sight, he sees thousands of enemy reinforcements. My it, God. There is no other choice, and Wilbur blows his horn. So the entire royal army hears this horn, and they do what King Wilbur told him to do. Run? When you hear the horn, run for your life, yeah. and don't tell Prince Tommy. So, hold on. Uh, I know, I know, I'm waiting, but I'm confused. The flower shopkeeper runs for her life. Three enemy soldiers are running after her, and she sees Tubbo. So without thinking, she turns and she runs back towards the boy as he's surrounded by enemies. It takes two swings of her axe to take them down. Mm. Um, uh, he asks for the name of the girl who saves his life. She says Nikki. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, she gives him like her axe. She's like, you will need this more than I will, basically. Yeah. And she's like, just go, just go. And he runs, leaving Nikki behind to pull out a flint. Her pursuers scream as they realize what she's about to do. They might have begged. She will never know. I'll see you all in hell, she says bitterly, and strikes the flint into flame. Nikki hopes, at the very least, that they will plant the prettiest flowers over her grave. Hmm. The explosions rock the world. It rattles the very sun from its loyal orbit. Wilbur braces himself against the rock he once stood fearlessly on and watches the mountains fall. Yes, the voices chorus. This was always meant to be. When the dust settles, all Wilbur could see was a pile of devastation where the Blue Valley used to be. Their enemies crushed by the thousands or buried alive on Wilbur's orders. And their allies? Wilbur bends over to the ground and vomits. When Wilbur looks up, his brother stands over him. What? Tommy's voice is so small. What the fuck did you just do? Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of wondering that myself. So basically what Wilbur told them all to do was that if it becomes too much to blow themselves up. Oh my god. To get as many enemies around them and blow themselves up. Oh my god. So that makes me not feel great. Yeah. Oh fuck. So that's why he they say don't tell Prince Tommy. Well, yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I'm like I'm never going to be in this situation. No. Obvious fucking reasons. reasons. But if I was, I would appreciate if no one told me that plan either. Sure, absolutely. Because I would feel like a piece of shit if I knew, like, people were just kamikazing themselves. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. That's (laughs) my failure. (laughs) But um, Tommy can't even bear to call his brother brother like wilbur his brother anymore yeah wilbur refuses to look at him so tommy just grabs him by the collar and forces his eyes up fucking look at me you piece of shit how long have you been planning this did you look at our people in the eyes and never bother to tell them that you were leading them to slaughter but he tells wilbur that or he tells tommy that some of them probably survived like tubbo like he just ran like people have had to survive and that they had been warned they like they knew what they were going to do but it was just too late because all Tommy can think of are the countless of people that he saw just like a week before and like the the guitar playing and the singing mm-hmm. that is just gone now. Yeah. You fucked up, Tommy Spitz. <laughs> you fucked up, Wilbur. <laughs> yeah. Mans did not read the art of war. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd be like, what are you supposed to do? Well, he didn't have a cavalry for one. He didn't have much. I know, but having a cavalry 
can really change sure war um but all okay just also mind you throughout this techno still fighting god of war yep still fighting yep. this yep, guy yep, yep, yep. he puts up a really good fight and then he hears tommy yell like you fucked up and he turns his back to, to no, look at them so that's the wrong <laughs> so a shadow falls over techno and when he turns back it's not the god of war's obsidian blade it's a familiar silver broadsword piercing through the war god's chest Hello, Techno, says Philza. Fuck off. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. So Wilbur and Tommy see their dad, and it stops them in right in their fight. Like, uh. Wilbur, Tommy was leaving, and they're like, oh, my God. And his rage just kind of, it doesn't disappear, but it it dissipates a little bit yeah. when he sees his dad. And he then feels anger and confusion and relief and disbelief and joy. And he opens his arms. He's like, Dad. No. And... With that last bit of strength, the god of war throws a knife straight into Tommy's heart. <gasps> no! What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Techno watches Tommy fall in slow motion. Philza screams and runs to Tommy. Wilbur cradles his brother to his chest. This is what it feels like to lose everything, the god of war gasps. Techno wants to rip the man limb from limb until he hears Wilbur scream from me, help, help yeah. me, help me. Techno staggers towards them, his blood as heavy as lead, his vision hazy, but he can see the one thing that matters, his Tommy lying so still in his brother's arms, his Tommy who braided his hair so with sweet-smelling flowers, his Tommy who was quick to anger but quick to laugh, his Tommy... Tommy's in so much pain that he can barely see, hear, breathe. Let me go, he thinks. Give me back to the ground. And then he hears humming. Wilbur is humming. Your lullaby, Wilbur sobs, his tears hitting Tommy's cheeks. It's the lullaby I used to play for you on my guitar when you were younger. And just like that, everything that came before is forgiven and forgotten. I miss your music, Wilbur. Tommy can feel someone stroking his hair so gently, so lovingly. Keep your eyes open, Tommy, Techno says. Keep your goddamn eyes open. But Tommy wants to sleep. But Wilbur is singing, and Techno is telling him to stay awake, and his dad is there. Fuck, his dad is there. Dad, Tommy whispers, don't leave me, please. I'm so scared. We're here, Tommy. A kiss on the forehead, someone holding his hand, strong arms around him, Wilbur humming his own old lullaby warmth even in the dark will always be here thank you tommy breathes thank you i tommy's eyes drift shut his mother's laugh has never sounded clearer what the fuck is going on this what is the fuck is going on that was the end of chapter four by the way yeah we still got three more chapters three fucking chapters of this shit oh my god <laughs> Also, I can't believe I made it through that because I cried like a baby oh, when I read I, that. I bet. I. A baby I when I read fucking that. bet, dude. Just even you describing it. I'm like, oh rough. my god. Oh my god. It only Jesus Christ. Props for the fucking mm -hmm. story building on this. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. So, Filza has only ever really felt pain the first time when Tommy was born. And he did not wake. He was silent and still, and the thought of being a mourner at his son's birth broke something inside of him. Even worse is when Wilbur came in, asking about his brother. They handed the silent baby to him, and Tommy started crying. 
Wilbur thought he had done something wrong, but he had done everything right. Mm. Now Wilbur held his brother, a baby no longer, but still so, so small to his chest as they walked through the quiet, empty camp. Wilbur speaks the words he'd first spoken to his brother all those years before, over and over like an enchantment or a prayer to bring him back to life once more. I will love you forever. I will love you forever. I will love you forever. But this time, Tommy does not wake up. So the prince is not the only one who dies. Um, the royal army left with 20,000 soldiers, and they come back with only 800. It's not a good number. No, that's really bad. No. Holy fuck. Um, but inside the camp is so much worse. Techno is pulling at his hair. The morning glories that Tommy braided in just that morning just falling to the ground. Mm. And Wilbur just will not let his brother go. Like, mm. he carried him all the way back and got to the camp and, like, just will not let him go. And the voices are getting so much worse. All this time, Techno has put, like, a wall around himself, kept, kept them at bay for Wilbur and Tommy, and now one of them is dead and the other is dying. Not even Philza has spoken a word. Um, but Techno goes to Wilbur. He's, God, he's just trying, like, just let go of the mm. boy so that they can lay him down to get the dagger out that's still in his chest yeah. out. But Wilbur can't. I, I think he's trying to help, like, he's not good with his emotions. I get that. Yeah. But Techno just goes, yes, you can. Just open your arms. And this fucking triggers everything inside Wilbur. And he's just screaming at Techno. He, he like, lets Tommy go, but then he gets up to, like, get in Techno's face. And he he's throwing the fact that he's a blood god at Techno. And, you know, of course, war and death would come easy. And he blames his death on Techno because he never wanted Tommy to be there in the first place. But... Techno said that Tommy was stronger than Wilbur thought, and now Tommy is dead. Mm -hmm. But Techno doesn't let himself be yelled at. He says that this all could have ended if Wilbur just listened to him, if he just had let Techno go sicko mode, <laughs> like yeah. kill everyone, instead of just acting like a fucking dignitary. And just Wilbur. Let the man need a Travi Patty. Yes, just let him go. Like, just let him go, you know? Yeah. There are stories that he kills like a whole fucking army. Just like, let him go. Um. And he, Wilbur calls, like, bullshit, and he, he, he's like, I, I know where you've disappeared to. Like, he's like, I, I followed you one night when I was a young boy, like, mm -hmm. before his father disappeared, and I came across you just stalking a man, like, you know, like a, like a predator to prey before just killing him where he laid. And it's not true, at least not at the end. Hmm. Technoblade hasn't killed anyone for years until that day. And when he disappeared, he disappeared looking for Filza. Hmm. That's right. I went out every night for years, ignoring the voices, ignore, ignoring everything to look for your father, to give him back to you, because I saw you. Every meal you missed, every hour you spent studying politics instead of sleeping, every time you felt like you were choking, I saw it. I was there for it, and it killed me. So I went off to look for someone to help you. And those people I did kill in the forest, they were criminals, Wilbur. As if that changes anything. Tell that to the army you just blew to smithereens. You set those explosives and you gave the order. So where does that leave us? And then Wilbur says something he can never take back. Maybe it was better Tommy died before he found out who you were. You must be happy. At least now he'll never get the chance to know what sort of monster you truly are. Man, I am not a fan of domestic disputes. <laughs> like, God, I get it. 
someone just died. It's a lot of emotions going on. Yeah. But, like, there's something of just, like, boy, oh, boy, you can't take something like that back. It comes from the deep, raw really place. Um, so, Techno throws the first punch. Okay. <laughs> All right, lots of testosterone Lo- in this Oh, room. my God, there's just so much testosterone in that. And it's a tent. <laughs> it's not even a room, it's a yeah, tent. Yeah, yeah. And but Wilbur's expecting it, so he's able to move out of the way, and they're fighting in this tiny fucking tent, not caring who gets hurt or what they break, until Tommy's limp body falls off the cot. And in that moment, everything catches up to them. Their entire lives, the lying, the sneaking around, the mass murder. What the hell did we just do? Techno asks. Wilbur runs away. Techno wants to go after him, but Philza stops his old friend. He picks up his son. Wilbur needs his space, he says. We have to clean Tommy up. Techno wants to scream. Say, how would you know that you fucking disappeared? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, what would you know what he wants? Yeah. And then he looks at Tommy. Phil holds the boy with infinite gentleness. Tommy's head nestled against the crook of his arm. Tommy's cheek pressed into his chest. Exactly how one would hold a newborn baby. Techno wondered when the last time Phil had held Tommy like that. If Tommy even allowed him to over the age of three and realized that it didn't really matter. A father's arms never forgets the shape of his child. And at the end of the day, Techno doesn't know what it's like to be a father. I call BS. You do? I call BS on not knowing how to be a father. Oh, okay. Like, to an extent. Yeah. Techno was there for almost fucking ten years. Mm-hmm. That's that's more he, of Tommy's life. Exactly. Than- exactly. I was just about to say. Yeah. Techno raised Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. Like, like Wilbur was older, but like Tommy was a, a no. Six. Tommy. Tommy fully was a product yes. of Technoblade. Yeah. Like he even says that like it, Tommy doesn't like when his dad left and when they were talking before he doesn't remember his parents. Like he literally yeah. only remembers. He was te- six. He was six. So yeah, I think. <laughs> anything trauma based that mm-hmm. Tommy had was from his parents. Yeah. Anything past that it's was technoblade. Yeah. So I don't. Um. So they're quiet as they remove the dagger from Tommy's chest and they clean the blood and grime until he's spotless. Mm. And this, this image of Tommy actually being clean, is the one that makes techno cry. Mm. He's killed a thousand men sees allies eviscerated and witnessed the fall of kingdoms. He's seen Phil's and Neil. He's seen the world end a hundred times over, and he's watched its people rebuild, and this, this is what breaks him. Unfortunately for Techno, it's not over, because Philza tries to explain why he left. When he lost his wife, he just couldn't bear the pain. And he also kind of realized in that moment that he, his just immortality caught up to him, and he was like, I will have to watch my sons die. Mm-hmm. And that's a pain I don't think I could live with. Um, and then Philza asked Techno if he's ever heard of the Green God. The Green God, an infamous force, but a mystery to all. Technoblade has found the name carved into dre- trees older than civilization and written into the mortal's holy text. The Green God could bring Tommy back. So Philza left to find the Green God and bring his wife back. Mm. But now that Tommy's dead, everything has changed. Mm. Because if they, he says, if we get one shot, it's Tommy. Yeah. Um, so Techno understands. Like, he wishes that Philza had taken him, 
or even explain what the fuck he was going to do at all, except mm-hmm. for leading a two-sentence note being like, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Hey, Wilbur, you'll be a better king than I ever was. I Peace out, like buddy. Gossip girl. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, but Dilza basically says that, like, he wouldn't have left if he saw them again, which, like, I get. But, like, also... <laughs> but also, he felt that it was not okay, but, like, okay to leave because... He knew that Techno would be there to look after mm-hmm. his boys. Mm-hmm. That they would have Techno and Techno would have them, basically. Um, but before they can literally do anything, Filza needs to start with an apology. So he finds his son at the very end of the hill, sobbing, kneeling over yeah. a pile of morning glories. And it's just a heartbreaking conversation between a father who left, not because he wanted to, and a son who tried to not think of his father, even though he missed him every moment he was away. Mm -hmm. And he tells Wilbur of the Green God. He promises that they can all go home together and be a family. He can go back to being a prince, or they can go to, like, another kingdom where no one knows their names and just live a solitude life. Are you sure the Green God will give us anything after all he's done? Because I'll make him the angel of death vows. Um, So, like, a little, I guess a little thing to that, because it doesn't make a huge kind of sense. Um, The army, they call themselves the Green Army, because the Green God sent them. Mm. So, the Green God sent the army to them. So, they're just like, fuck, man. I mean, we have to find this guy anyways, because he's sending us an invitation to come find him. Yeah. Because he's literally killing people if we don't come to see him. So he's just like, but I'll fucking make him. Like, I'll make him do what I want. Um, So Wilbur hugs his dad. After nine years, ten months, three days, and 16 hours away, his father hugs him. So the royal army goes home. Um, The king and the general are in a cart, no different than the many that uh, hold the dead and dying. Um, And they take off, heading north, the opposite direction of home. Um, But not before Techno can tuck a yellow rose behind Tommy's ear final offering Mm -hmm. so um they say it it took the entire green army a month to get to them but wilbur is determined so they're gonna ride like hell but he you know he's also like there's only three of us like we don't have to be held up like yeah we don't have to stop or anything like that like it'll take us a couple of weeks at most so you know they sleep when they can they you know you know techno and phil technically don't need to sleep Mm-hmm. So they're fucking immortal and they're yeah. better than the rest of us <laughs> but like wilbur needs to sleep so they stop for him eventually um all the while wilbur's voices are reminding him of what's to come this stage is set for tragedy prince this hungry audience will accept nothing else so the days turn into weeks and the green turns into white grass to snow um and when they're finally a day's walk away techno has to bring up the possibility that the green god um doesn't want to bring tommy back Mm. um they would have to think of something that the green god truly fears like they're like oh they're you know there's stories of the green god being afraid of you philza and he's just like yeah well those are just stories like i've heard countless of stories that aren't true like Mm -hmm. i don't know fucking you know whatever so but he says, I found a way for someone to breach the realm of what is possible. An untold power, strength to rival a thousand godly armies. All we need are two gods, one to be its vessel and the other to be its sacrifice. So Filza would need Techno's godlyhood. Um, he doesn't think he'll die, but he'll lose everything that makes him divine. His strength, his immortality, his invincibility. Mm-hmm. But Techno doesn't care. He says, take my immortality. I'm done. I've done everything that I've come to do. 
and my life was fulfilled the day that I met Wilbur and Tommy. Everything that came after is an epilogue that I don't deserve. Hmm. His voices are strong. Technoblade never dies. Technoblade laughs. Um, so Techno leaves the, the son and dad like to behind. He's like, I'm going to go get dinner. You guys catch up. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. been almost 10 years. Yeah. Um, so uh, in that moment, Wilbur asks his dad like would you have done that like would you have blown up your entire army basically would you have sent people to their death and Filza says to save you to save our kingdom it is a sign of your goodness that you hesitated I would have not spared a single thought to it but the thing is is Wilbur didn't hesitate in the slightest Mm. for what it's worth his father says I am proud of you Wilbur proud of who you were and who you are now that will never be in question if I ever made you feel inadequate or unwanted or like you disappointed me, Will, I want you to know that you could never do that. I have lived this life for more times than you can comprehend. I have built empires and kingdoms. I have been a warrior, a ruler, a wanderer, and an architect. But the greatest title that I have ever had the honor of owning was father. I love that shit so much. <laughs> it's so good. Wow. I, I love father-son dynamics i love mother-daughter dynamics i love children-parent dynamics like it is just so good especially of just like yeah i'm an immortal god but like the best thing i've ever been was your dad you're just like Mm. wow fuck dude so good um just over the hill the green god waits in the distance church bells ring so they walk to the church and they find him immediately uh he sits on a pulpit of marble calmly reading a book he could easily pass for mortal. Curly dark blonde hair, hands wrapped in bandages, and a face that could have been a face techno passed on the street a million times over without remembering it. No obsidian wings or eyes the color of fresh John blood. A man, not a god. As Wilbur speaks, he raises a finger to silence him. Finally, he says, I was beginning to think you'd never show. Techno freezes. Wilbur is terrified because it's that voice. It's the voice. Mm. Surprise. Techno's voices whisper as the green god says the same thing out loud. He's a fucking cocky son of a bitch. And Philza, like, immediately demands to know who he is. Why did you, you know, why did you? I also didn't bring this up. So they get to the the church, basically, Mm. um, wiped out. Not a single person is alive in this town. Uh, uh, right. Massacre. Cool. So he's like, who are you? Why are you sending me these things? Why are you wiping out entire towns for me to come here? Um, like, why are you been speaking to Techno and Wilbur in their head? And he says, they call me by many names. You know me as the green god. Others brand me the god of chaos. He who pulls, he who watches. All silly little names mortals gave to something beyond their understanding. My friends call me Dream. Hmm. You said he who a lot in that sentence, and I was restraining myself from laughing. Sorry. <laughs> it was a cool reveal, Maya. I know, <laughs> I, I, know I know, I know. That's why I waited to say anything, but like, he who. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Pete. Uh, Markiplier's not in this. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dream is the villain. <laughs> Alright, I get it. I think we all understood after green kept getting mentioned. Am I supposed to know that? His Minecraft skin is like neon green. It's oh. like all neon green. Okay, well it was news to me because I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so 
and she's like, oh, the green god. I was like, it's dream. Obviously. <laughs> I was like, damn, that was good. Damn, that's cool. <laughs> no, the writing is still fantastic. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I guess you'll have more entertainment from it if you just know nothing about yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go in and you're just like, oh, yeah. Wow, that's so <laughs> wow, cool. that's so cool. Um, so here, Dream tells everybody that they've just been toys. Um, Dream has been playing with them. It's not their first life, and it wouldn't be their last. You are royalty now, but you were simple soldiers before. Sometimes strangers on your own separate journeys, sometimes rebels against a shared cause, sometimes happy, but more often not. Different stages, actors, scripts, but all the strings lead back to Dream. So Dream has been mm-hmm. telling everyone what to do, basically. Like, he says, like, oh, I'm not the one that made you blow up the whole army. I just put an yeah. army in front of you. And some and some explosives. And some explosives. And you decided what to put do. put two and two together. No, literally. That's what he yeah. said. Because for a moment, Wilbur's like, he kind of wants the blame off of him. Like, I get it. You've killed well, thousands yeah. and thousands of people. But, like, he's just like, no, I just put an army and some explosives in front of you. And, uh, <laughs> and the worst part, the voices were just to fuck with them while they waited. Fuck yeah. That's it. That's awesome. Techno pulled at his hair. Wilbur wa- lost weeks of sleep just because he was bored, basically. Mm-hmm. You are a monster, fills a grits out, his fingernails digging into the palms until they draw blood. You are a god's damned fucking monster. And then, like, that's not even the worst part. Techno is the real tragedy because Dream almost let him sit out of all of this. Let him live a quiet life in the woods with his family, but he couldn't let that dormant godhood go to waste. So he had Techno kill his whole family. Oh my goodness. And Techno launches at him. A fistful of Dream's tunic in one hand and a trident high in the other. Because there's no good reason as to why. He was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. There's, it, he, there was no plan for him. Mm-hmm. Nothing. He was just, he wanted to fuck with him. That's it. Yeah. His entire fucking life. Just like that. Just because some guy was like, yeah, let me fuck with this guy. Yeah. But um, they still need Dream. So he kind of lets him go. Uh, you will listen to me, Filza says. I do not care about your stories. I do not care about you. But if you have all this power, if you can rewrite history, then you will give me my son back or else. Or else what, Dreams demands. Here's the thing. I only write histories, Filza, plentiful as they may be, but even I do not have the power to rewrite them. Once performed, an act- action cannot be reversed. Once penned, an ending cannot be rewritten. Wilbur stiffens. What does that mean? It means I can't bring back the dead. Hmm. Your brother is gone for good. So um, Techno's just like, fuck this guy. We don't need him anymore. I'm going to murder him limb Mm -hmm. from limb. And he throws Dream out the nearest window. Mm -hmm. Um, And him and Filza are so angry that they get caught up in tearing this god uh, limb from limb, basically, that they've forgotten all about Wilbur. And so they turn around to watch him. And as still as stone, they watch as Wilbur draws his bow notches his arrow and he aims will techno asks uncomprehending there was no world no universe no god written stage where wilbur could do this to him and yet here they are standing across each other strangers once more will techno says again a plea a prayer a pardon wilbur lets the arrow fly so wilbur keeps shooting at him and techno keeps saying his like over he's like hey what the fuck are you doing like what's Mm -hmm. going on 
and he gets Techno in the shoulder. He pulls it out, and he realizes that Wilbur can't hear him because the green god has taken over Wilbur's mind. Yeah. He's sleepwalking or dreaming or acting or whatever the fuck. Ha ha, dreaming. Dreaming. <laughs> Listen, I also read that and I was like, okay. <laughs> um, so that's basically like in the very beginning when mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, I don't remember going to bed because he had taken over his mind basically. Ooh. So he, and it's so, it's so diabolical because he's just like nah the inside of Wilbur's head is boring as hell I'm just doing this to fuck with you guys mm-hmm. like I don't I could be doing better things like I'm just doing this to fuck with you guys basically so um uh Philzo wants to kill him like where he stands but he knows that killing him if he killed him Dream would basically use the last of whatever to shred his sanity to pieces yeah so he just can't he you know he has to choose right now um and then in the background the foreground there's like a lot of things because at this point it just goes back and forth between scenes and stuff like that you Mm -hmm. just have to like keep up with it i'm like not even gonna lie there was at some point where i was like what is going on what the fuck (laughs) i gotta like go back and read this a second time like Mm -hmm. holy shit there's just so much going on at once and if you miss something you're lost basically so techno finally gets a good hit on wilbur and when he's on the ground he finally like where am I on the ground? Like, why did you hit me? All that. And he's just like, you fucking shooting at me? And he goes like, no, I wasn't. So Wilbur gets to his feet. Like, he's explaining all this shit with Dream. And he's like, we're connected or blah, blah, whatever. And uh, when he gets Wilbur on his feet, Wilbur pulls Techno into a hug. And he, like, stiffens for a moment. Um, until he, like, he's like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, you want a hug right now? Like, sure. Um, uh, Techno, Wilbur whispers into Techno's sunset hair. Breathing in the lingering scent of flowers long rotted. Will, Techno whispers back. Once penned, Wilbur says shakily, an ending cannot be rewritten. And he plunges a dagger straight into Techno's back. But it's not just any dagger. It's the dagger. The one that killed Tommy. The one that has his blood still on it. The ultimate mark of the worst mistake Techno's ever made. The cycle complete. The circle's close. Techno's life has never been an easy one. He has seen more battles than he could count and more word, wars than anyone deserves, and yet all those hurts combined could still not compare to the pain that goes through him as he feels Wilbur's embrace slacken and he falls to the ground. The heartbreak hurts the worst. It's all right, Techno whispers to the brother. I won't hurt you again. It's over. His heart stutters out its final pulses. I'm never going to hurt anyone again. It's all right, Techno repeats softly, believing it with everything he has left in him. It's not your fault. Mm-hmm. Philza completely forgets about Dream. And he, instead of killing him, he just kind of plunges a sword through him. And he's like, you know, that'll keep you there for a bit. Um, and Dream goes, choosing to run away. And Philza says, I'm choosing my son. So Philza makes Wilbur drop the sword. You should hate him, Wilbur draws. He brought Tommy into that battlefield. The man that killed Tommy meant to kill him. You should hate him. Between then, Techno took a rattling breath but does not speak. Do you, Philza asks gently, do you hate him, Wilbur? Yes, Wilbur says, and then quieter, no. What I mean, no. He killed my brother, but I killed my brother too. We all killed him, the three of us. All of us, it's our fault. When he opens his eyes again, they shine with tears. But if I kill you too, then who will be left to forgive me? Yourself, 
you can forgive yourself, Wilbur, because I already forgive you, no matter what you do to me. Philza points the dagger to his chest and plunges it. This isn't your fault. It will never be your fault. Blood blooms and spills over like the roots of a plant breaking past its inadequate vase, but the pain of it is secondary. With his son pushing a dagger into his heart, Philza says, I will love you forever. Wilbur's expression crumbles. Father, he gasps and drops the dagger. Um, but before the dagger can fall, te- Techno sits up. So, like, yeah, the dagger, really dramatic or whatever, mm-hmm. but, like, doesn't, they're still immortal. Like, it <laughs> does not kill yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. So he has his arms around Wilbur immediately, and he just comes undone. He's, like, apologizing profusely, and Techno's just like, hey, consider it payback for the one time I broke your nose. Uh, you, yeah, I broke your nose in training. Mm. But Wilbur doesn't want payback. He just wants to bury his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's one last thing they have to take care of. So the green god is up, fills a sword in his aunt hand, um, and though he can't control them anymore because the thread has been broken between them after the daggers and stuff like that. Yeah. I really still don't understand it, um, but I'm just going to go along right, with Yeah, it. man. Yeah, I just... I'm, how about... How about the audience reads it and then you tell us? Please, for the uh-huh. love of God, that would be incredible if someone gets this. Like, there was a th- like at this point, I was like, "What's going on? What's going on? There's just so many things." Yeah, yeah, we just roll with it. I just yeah, exactly. I'm just like, this is great, so I'm just gonna roll with it. Mm-hmm. I kind of don't understand, but you know what? Yeah, it's might, cool. Just might be my pea brain. I don't know. Um, so but Philza has one more question. You've threatened to pull techno strings. You used Wilbur against us, but you've ne- you've been the voice in their head for years, mocking us from afar. But you've never been in mine. Why is that dream? It's because Filza scares the green god, makes him jealous and angry for all that he has, all that he is, because he is everything dream cannot be. He is dream's antithesis. Is that how mm. I say that word? Antithesis. An- antithesis. He is dream's antithesis. And I'm not going to say it's an easy battle. It's not. Like, you know, even though it's a three-on-one, Dream is still way faster and stronger. Mm -hmm. And Techno and Filza still are recovering (laughs) from being stabbed. Um, But they do pin Dream to the ground once more. And they think that they have... they, They may have think that they have won or not, but it doesn't matter because the Green God raises a hand and the world ends in silence. That's it? Wilbur glances up from his instrument with furrowed brows. What do you mean? Wilbur is playing his violin. His mother is painting across from him. He is ten years old again. Techno is in the forest, chasing after birds when a giggle stops him. His little sister tells him that his father wants him home. Filza is walking through his apple orchard, the breeze against his skin and the sweet memories of his little boy once more. Because Filza knows, this isn't real, is it? Techno is with his sister as she tells him to follow the breadcrumbs back home when he realizes that he doesn't even remember her name. Wilbur doesn't even play the violin, but he's st- Sorry, that, that one was dumb. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, like, he plays the guitar in the fic, and he's just like, wait a minute. Wait, this isn't the right instrument. I don't play the violin. <laughs> um, but he stays with his mother a, whittle, a little while longer, walking to check out what she's been painting. His mother is seated on the throne, but she looks more gray with her hair pinned up. Behind her, a hand on her shoulder, is father. 
He stands with his blue eyes lit up with pride, the only signs of age in the laugh lines forming in his temples. And Tommy, leaning against the arm of his mother's chair, he's older too, with longer hair curling over his ears and shoulders, but the traces of his childhood remain in his wolfish grin and cocky quirk in his eyebrow. And where he's supposed to be, there are only pencil markings, vaguely in the shape of a person. You are not done yet, his mother says. I ruined it, he sobs. I'm sorry. You have ruined nothing. You are the greatest gift of my life, Wilbur, but I do not want you here. Filza wants to stay, but he can't. He has to end it for Wilbur, for Techno. Tommy grins triumphant. That's my dad. Wilbur wants to stay because he misses his mother, because she makes things right. He could stay. He really could, and she wouldn't blame him. Will you forgive me, Wilbur asks, his voice rough and small, if I still want to live without you. I loved you before I met you, she whispers against his skin, and I loved you even more after I did. I am sorry for leaving you too soon and leaving too much. I'm always with you, Will. I am in every note you play and every song you sing. I fight your every battle and feel your every pain, and I feel your joy and your compassion and your regret and your bravery. Whatever you do, Will, I am with you. You and your brother are bound by something stronger than fate and stronger than death. One is gone, but not forever. One is gone, but not the other. Wilbur jumps and his father catches him, and they have to get Techno back. He's still with his sister, panicking because he can't seem to remember her name her name they're calling her back but techno can't go home yet he still has to bury tommy mm-hmm. he walks first and then he runs until he's running straight into wilbur they make it back but what they make it back to is a nightmare the sky is red the city is burning fissures arc across the ground like lightning chasms leading straight to the underworld and to the eye of the storm and stream this is it then techno says as he sp- as he spins his trident idly between his fingers this ends here everything ends here And this time, they don't even give him a chance to shove them into another world. I mean, fuck it. They wouldn't if they could, but Techno, of all people, cannot keep up. He's exhausted, and he Mm -hmm. can barely stand, and he's weak, and... Oh, fuck. Techno's mortal. Okay. Techno's given his godliness to Filza. He became the sacrifice to Filza's vessel, and he uses it well. Because when he strikes Dream, it hurts. Why does that hurt? What have you done? The very thing you tried to keep me from doing. Now hold still, Dream. Let me take everything away from you as you took everything from me. You think this phases me? Do you think I'm afraid of you? The angel of death looks at the green god with the eyes of a son taken too soon. Yes, he says. I think you are. You forget you've tried this before and you've always failed. Always. Ah, but that was before I came to realize that what you were. You would have us think that you were doing all this, the rewrites, the infinite loops, just for the fun of it, but you don't really have the luxury of indulging yourself, do you? Because you're afraid. Every second of every day of every life, you are afraid, and before I could even try, before you gave me any reason to, you ran. You pretended it was all some silly little game to keep your heart from exploding out of your chest with fear, and you ran, because you're a coward. You're a goddamn coward. Take that back, the green god whispers. Take that back right now. Filza doesn't kill the green god, because if he does, he'd simply be reborn. The chase mm. starting again, the cycle re- anew. He knows what he has to do, and it would cost him everything. He has to leave Wilbur again. 
and Wilbur knows this. And this is why he draws an arrow and shoots. It does not strike Dream, but it makes him pause while Techno is able to sw swing his whip out, catching the green god, and with the last of his godliness, makes him mortal. It's over, but Philza still has to leave. He's going far away, taking Dream to a place where he can't hurt anyone anymore. It's the only way. The only way, Wilbur asks, the only way to end up end this reign of an all-powerful deity so just so happens to involve you leaving me in the dust for how many times is it is now, Philza? How many times you could leave me before you can even say a proper fucking goodbye? I'm sorry, Philza begins. I'm sorry that leaving you is the only way I can save you. I'm sorry that you both fought so hard so long just to say goodbye again. I'm sorry that there's so that there's too much left unsaid between us. I'm sorry I was too much of a coward to say all this before, but I hope I can make it up to you now. He tries for a smile. Even as tears blur his vision, turning everything into hazy smudges, Will, Techno, I, there are arms around him, pulling him into a warm embrace. Wilbur's face in his left shoulder, Techno's arms around them both. It's goodbye. It won't be forever, Philza promises through his sobs. I swear on you both. I will find a way back to you someday. There will be nothing to fear anymore, and I'll find you again, even if it takes me eons. Then Philza's gone, and Techno and Wilbur go home. They bury Tommy under a weeping willow and replant the garden around him, one rosebush at a time. Techno has grown into mortality well, and Wilbur fills his days with mundane problems. Wilbur gets married, and when his first child is born, Wilbur takes him into his arms without hesitation. I will love you forever, he says, over and over until he's sure his son knows it. He will only know peace. In time, he will know of the story of the Blue Valley and the story of his other uncle and his grandparents. His uncle Techno would carve his height into the marble column where he learns how to paint not to fight. And one day, days or years or eons from that day, a man appears from the north and he would be welcomed home. And that is Passerine. What the fuck, dude? I have no words to say for that. Yeah. God, it's such a good fucking piece. Mm -hmm. Just really, it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. Like, no part of it was you could miss. Like, literally no piece of it you yeah. could miss. They used 76,000 words correctly. Oh, my God. Jesus. I mean, a uh, book. Make that into a book. Sorry, mm -hmm. what? Mm -hmm, <laughs> like, mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Get it. I would say go read it, but, like, plenty of people have read it. <laughs> if you haven't read it, like. Yeah. Hey, man. I hope that was fun. Yeah. It for, was a, for a dream smp someone mm -hmm. who knows of it it was just i get it was like more fun to read like if i, I didn't know anything about it because like the dream and the green god i was like holy shit wow. Wow. yeah as soon as you're like who's the green god i was like oh, i wonder who that is i wonder who that is <laughs> i was like that's cool too because they don't actually put dream as one of the characters oh, so it's like cool. Ooh, wow. Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness but yeah i sobbed like a Baby. Yeah. I through so it. many pieces. Yeah, you did call it. I fucking knew. I knew what was going on. Yeah, I knew. And I knew what was going to happen, too, because I had seen fan art of it and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I've never... I never There's seen. so much good, great fan art for this. Nice. And I had seen fan art, so I knew what happened with Tommy, at least. Mm. And that's why I reached chapter four, and I was like, wait a minute. Mm. <laughs> we got I three more chapters. We're halfway through this. What do you mean? Wow. Wow. Oh, God.
God, please go give it a read. Just read it. I I even had to cut things out of it, things that I deemed not important. Like there's so much more Tubbo that I had to cut out, Aww. and there I had to cut out a whole other character. Like yeah, but like just go read it. Um, so thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, follow us on TikTok and Tumblr and Twitter. Twitter. And um, if you want to send us fanfic recommendations, um, send them to our email, canonicallyincorrect.gmail.com, canonicallyincorrectpod at gmail.com, excuse yeah. me. Um, we have a Kofi page if you liked what we did today, um, if you liked my rendition of the story, <laughs> if you like mm-hmm. anything that we do at any time. Um, Just check us out. Uh, just check us out uh, ko-fi.com slash canonically incorrect um, follow us on Spotify rate, review, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts to help us get on the charts um, mm. if you just do, if you want to do anything just do that for us um, donate to AO3 please <laughs> donate to AO3 please they house beautiful works like this <laughs> yeah, they do. oh man um, uh, tag your fix accordingly mm-hmm. and we'll see you next time okay. goodbye Bye.